0: All right, I think we can all agree that every new investor struggles with the same issues. One of those issues is finding motivated sellers. Yes, this is probably the number one problem that I hear. Dave, how do I locate motivated sellers so I can wholesale properties for huge profits? Well, not to worry. One of my favorite ways to locate motivated sellers is by driving for dollars. When I drive for dollars and I do it several times a week, I like using the Deal Machine app. Why? Because it's my favorite app and it makes driving for dollars super easy and fun. How does it work, you're probably asking. Well, as you're driving around looking for properties that are distressed, like for example, tall grass, broken or boarded up windows in need of major landscaping, broken down cars in the driveway, tarps on the roof, or just roofs that look really old, gutters falling off, paint chipping away or peeling or anything else that would lead you to believe that the house or the seller is distressed. This app helps you keep track of the addresses so you can plot several of these properties from your phone all while driving. Furthermore, this app has the ability to send direct mail to these property owners and you can even skip trace these owners in real time and call and text them while you are in front of their property. I absolutely love this app, and I use it several times a week. Check it out for yourself. Go to Deal Machine in the App Store and download it. They offer a 14-day free trial, but don't forget to use the promo code DPI, and you will get up to $40 worth of free script tracing and mail credits. Again, use promo code DPI. DPI, and go download this today. You will not regret it. I absolutely love it. All right, guys, we are back. Thank you for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. I am your host, David Dodge. Today, I am joined by one of my students, locally, Derek Towns. Yes, sir. Derek, how the hell are you, buddy? Pretty good, pretty good. Man, I'm h- happy to have you. Thank you for coming into the studio. All right. Hopefully, you like our little space. Great. Derek's been a student of ours for, I don't know, maybe two months, three months, yeah, maybe? about three months. Probably going on three yeah. months. Mm-hmm. And um, Derek is a local student, which is awesome. I love it when we have local students because I know the market, so it's easier for me To help them. Now, the cool thing about Derek is when he joined our coaching program, he knew a little bit about real estate. Derek's already doing some deals with uh, Fix and Flips and some other stuff. Um, So, again, I'm just happy to have Derek on the show. Thanks for coming in. Grateful for you and your time. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about what you were doing with real estate prior to working with me and Mike. Okay. I want to get a little bit about your background.
1: All right. Uh, Prior, I started in uh, 2018. Bought my first rental property in May of 2018. And uh, 2019, I started on two flips, my first two flips.
0: So you got a rental now? Yes. Two? I, I
1: still have the same rental. Okay, one. That I purchased in Perfect. 2018. Cool. And uh, last year in 2019, I purchased two flips. One of them is completed. Is on the market right now. The second one should be done in about two months.
0: But you never had done a wholesale? Never did a wholesale. So a rental, some flips, yeah. ones on the market, ones being, being so worked I on. So I knew
1: about wholesaling, but I didn't think it would be for me. So fast forward to this year, I just realized it's the foundation of real estate and getting deals. So I just went in and dove in found you guys. How would you find us, if you
0: don't mind me asking? Just I curious. believe it was YouTube. Okay, yeah, cool. I'm always on YouTube, yep.
1: always trying to learn. Make yourself comfortable. All right. And uh, I found you guys, and then I was like, "These guys are in my backyard." That's right, we're right here. I was
0: excited, and I was sold ever since. Perfect. Okay, so Derek is sitting in front of me right now, guys, with closing docs. Yes, he just closed his first wholesale deal. How much was the transaction for, Derek? Ten K. Ten K. What's the
1: exact number? It was nine thousand seven hundred and. $53, $53, I believe. $9,953.
0: Yeah, I'm 9, looking at the closing statements. $9,753. Right now. Boom. Love it. So this was your first wholesale deal. Yes. Tell us about the deal. How did you, let's start here. How did you find the deal first and foremost?
1: Okay. I found the deal Well, I used your link. PropStream, signed up for PropStream. I searched the area that's actually the same area as one of my flips. Okay. So you're
0: basically, and I tell people this too, all the time, Derek, hey, market where you're wanting to invest or where you're wanting to wholesale, right? It doesn't make sense to do it three counties over if you're not wanting to drive there. So you, you already are doing, you know, some real estate deals in a particular area. You went on Prop stream. you pulled a list. What kind of list?
1: Um, this list was a high equity list. Okay. And we um, love those high equities. Uh, absentee owner.
0: Boom. So you're doing yep. some, you're adding some components here. You're stacking. Yeah. Yep. So not only was this a high equity, it was absentee. Yeah. Okay.
1: And I believe I had the owner owning in for about five years or so
0: or longer. Good criteria. Yep. Where'd you learn all that stuff? Just playing around with it and My well, watch a couple of videos. Right. But it's good though to have multiple criteria because it's gonna dial in your list. Mm-hmm. So high equity, very important if you want to be if you want a wholesale, unless the seller's bringing money to the table. Right. So that's that's great. You said absentee. Yes. Another great reason why somebody would be presumed to be motivated love it. And the last one you added was 5 plus years of ownership. Yes. I like that one as well. I always add that in. Reason is is typically if somebody bought a property in the last 5 years, the odds of them uh being motivated or wanting to sell it at a significant discount. We're talking 20, 30, 40% discount. It's going to be a lot lower. So the criteria you had in there was perfect. It got you a deal. So, you were going to keep doing that, but I Absolutely. love it. So, you got a list off of props. How big was that list of that? Do you remember roughly? Roughly, it was
1: probably about, uh, I would say, six or 700
0: Okay. So, decent size.
1: And I also made sure it was a minimum of two bedrooms. Okay. So, I X out the one bedroom. I
0: like doing those too. Some people in some markets may like one bedrooms. Mm-hmm. It depends on where you live. Here in St. Louis, in our market, two bedrooms are going to be better for flips and rentals. So that was great, too. Again, by adding the extra criteria, excuse me, you're going to narrow that list down, which is going to save you money. You know, it's got its pros and cons by doing that, but I love it. So you went and you got the list. Prop Stream, what would you do next, Derek?
1: Um, After I got the list, I exported it, and I sent it straight to Batch. Batch. Batch leads. Batch leads. Love it. Yep.
0: It stacks them. It skip traces them mm-hmm. and it texts them. So, the reason one of the reasons that I'm that I wanted to interview you today because of is your approach to how you did this. A, I want to congratulate you Thanks. for doing your first deal, man. Thanks. You rocked it. Thanks. You had a ten thousand dollar <laughs> wholesale fee, yes, absolutely, right? Absolutely. So, one of Derek's goals we were just talking about this before the episode was to you know get into this full time, right? You're working part time elsewhere. Yeah, doesn't really matter. But boom! I mean, this is yeah, real. Is to do. This is real money right yes, here. Yes, ten thousand. Yes. Okay. Right. So this is about you. I I've talk showed, a lot. You I've can I've showed
1: and told everybody as well. I wouldn't care if it was a five hundred dollar profit. I just want to prove. You to myself wanted to prove to yourself. That I can do it. The fact that it was Confidence ten, building.
0: even better. So yeah. Derek, you got the list off PropStream. You took it over to Batch. Mm-hmm. What'd you do next?
1: Okay, I skipped trace my list. Okay, that's the first thing I did. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, sent out text blasts. And for
0: those that aren't familiar, skip tracing is basically just fi- is getting phone numbers and emails. You know that it does email, too? I didn't know that. I believe so. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, I don't really use it that much, but I know a lot of people that will do email marketing. Again, another approach to hit these people mm-hmm. or even a follow-up tactic, too. Okay. Regardless, you skip traced it, guys. What that means is it's getting the owner's phone number. When you pull a list off PropStream, it's going to tell you the address. Assuming it meets the criteria you set in the name, right? Yeah. But that doesn't get you very far unless you plan on just going and knocking on the door, right? Um, or I guess you could mail with that information too. But to call or text, you need a phone number, and Batch helps do that. So you skip traced it. Batch also does the texting. You pushed it to a campaign. You started texting. What do your messages look like, Derek?
1: Well, I got all kind of messages. I some people didn't respond. Some people said no. Few people cussed me out. How it many? I don't know. Couple, yeah, it's it's, it's part of the game, man. Yeah, it's you gotta the have game. thick skin. Hey, you gotta have
0: thick skin. Gotta have. Love it. Okay, but
1: uh, all it takes is one. It's all it takes. All it takes is one. So uh, so you started
0: cold. You started cold texting these people. Yes, yes. And you're using batch. So tell me a little bit about that process. Um, you send out a a, a couple messages at a yeah, time. Yeah, I try to.
1: I probably try to send out about. 30 at a time because I don't want to have too many uh, conversations going at the same time.
0: And you don't want the delay. Yes. You don't want a three hour delay yeah, between the response. Right. So less is more back. with texting. You know, mm-hmm. you, you definitely want to be doing it, but you don't want to try to send out 5,000 texts. That's so, that's such a bad idea. Right. 30, 40 at a time. Give it a half hour, hour, make sure that you're convert, you're conversating with these people. Um, setting appointments or just answering questions, but being very responsive is the point I'm trying to make. Anyway, you're texting. Texting. How'd you come across this lead here, man, over on Clemens Avenue?
1: Uh, Somebody texted me back. I probably had a few leads. And you're texting sellers. Yeah, texting sellers. I had a few leads out of that list, but this particular deal, someone texted me back. I went through the whole motion of asking, would they be interested in selling a property? Come to find out, the guy actually has several other properties that he's working and on. And you're
0: going to go buy those and, too, right? Yeah. going to yeah. follow up. Hell he yeah. just didn't
1: have time to uh, get to this project. Sure, sure. And it was just sitting, probably costing him taxes every year. Tell me and a little bit sick. about the house. Did you uh, go look at it? Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. It's a single family home. It's actually uh, two beds, one bath. Okay. Uh, all brick.
0: And it was uh, vacant. So what was his motive? So we know, or I know at this point, this guy has owned it for five years. Yes. The equity was a presumably 30% or higher unless you adjusted it off of that. Yes. Um, and absentee, which which could, which, uh, which is not necessarily means vacant, but it can. But in this case, it was also vacant. So you yes, have four motivations right here. But I'm curious, what was his motivation? Obviously, those things are going to be piling up on his back. But whenever you were texting him and he said, hey, Derek, you know, thanks for reaching out. I am interested. Did you like whenever you met him or talked to him, what was the reason that he wanted or needed to sell? I
1: believe it was just sitting there and it was just costing him. So just just inconvenience. Yes. Taxes, costs. And and when I did go see the property, the grass was high. He did inform me that he was getting notices from the city. So it was just an inconvenience for him, and he didn't have the time
0: to. So you solved work the problem. It. Yes, that's it. That's all you did. Absolutely. And I'm not trying to undermine it, but I'm just trying to show everyone how simple this business is. Mm-hmm. Derek, ten grand. This <laughs> is awesome, dude. So you met him at the property. You got some pictures of the property. Got some pictures. How did that go? Like, did you? Did, was his asking price a deal, or did you have to negotiate with him? Tell me a little bit about how that went, if you don't mind.
1: Um, he pretty much wanted to be around a thirty-five k range. Okay. So I went in at 25, and he said he wasn't trying to go that low, so I just told him, look, hey, we're, we're kind of in that same range of number. We're not far. Yes, yeah. So if I come up and meet you at 28, can we make a deal? He thought about it. He said, let's do it.
0: I, all right, guys, lessons, <laughs> lessons. Okay, what was the MAO? Do you remember? It's not. It doesn't um, matter, but do you remember I roughly? knew that
1: I could sell it for about what he's asking. Okay. So that's what matters. That was your,
0: okay. So your MAO was less than that because you had to basically build in a profit. This is one of my favorite tactics, Derek. Mm -hmm. I love this. Okay. You got to have wiggle room. Never make the offer, the highest offer you can make first. I learned it the hard way because nobody wants to deal with a dick. Part of my language. They want you to have some flexibility. Whenever you're like, my offer's firm. Oh, sorry. Or uh, the next offer's lower. Nobody wants to work with that guy. Right. You got to have some wiggle room. But what I'm getting at, though, is the fact that he was at 35. You were at 25. And you met in the middle, according to me. <laughs> Not a him, probably, or most people. Right. But you came up a little, right? You came up three grand. Right. And he came down, what is that, Seven. seven? He came down seven. Mm-hmm. So boom! Right then and there, you got value in this deal. Got you? You sent him a contract or had a, had a handwritten one? How'd that go?
1: Uh, I sent it uh, via email. Okay.
0: And did uh, he sign it right away?
1: He he's actually a realtor. Okay. So he wanted to uh, draft up his own um, real estate. That didn't stop contract. you. Contract. So I said, "Go ahead." Cool. And we did.
0: Okay. Was it special sales? Probably the six yes. or seven page rule. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Yep. So that didn't and stop you guys. Was actually
1: funny is that he wanted to put um, this contract is not assignable.
0: He did want to. I remember yeah. that. Yes. And how'd you get around that? What'd you tell I him? I said,
1: fine. I just going to plan on double closing, double closing it. Right. Yep. And that's, and that's
0: exactly what I did. So what we're doing, guys, is we're solving problems along yep. the way. Dude, this is mm-hmm. so great. Okay. So you met him at the property. He showed it to you. You made him an offer. You got pictures, I'm assuming. Yes. While you were there. Later on, you sent him an email with an offer in it. Yes. And did you guys verbally agree prior? Yes. Okay, cool. So he signed it, sent it back. He's an agent, guys. You can wholesale deals from people that own them that are agents. Like, he could have easily listed this property right? and probably got what you sold it for, right? But right. he didn't because you were basically offering him convenience. Right. And you demanded a discount in exchange, right? Absolutely. So you got this property at $28,000. 28,
1: 28, okay.
0: And it's under contract. What kind of uh, contingencies? Because if you use our contract, there's some built-in. But whenever he sends you one, did you make sure that you had something in there? I made sure
1: I had him give me a 10-day inspection. Perfect. So you had it out? Yes.
0: Perfect. Okay. So this is where... I'm excited about but this. But he did
1: stress, and he made me close within uh, 25 days. Oh, cool. He, he wouldn't want to go. Yeah, you, uh,
0: which is understandable. Mm-hmm. The, the main thing is is to get it sold in the first 10. Right. Did you throw in the word business?
1: I don't believe I did. Pro tip. Okay.
0: Here's why. Check, check this out. This is so cool. The weekends. The weekends, man. So five days is five days. Five business days is typically seven. So when you go, and it multiplies, right? So when you do 10, that's 14 Right. Fifteen is I'm not good at math. Nineteen or something like that, right? Right. But you basically get like forty percent more days. So next time, use business. Business. Pro tip. But okay. anyway, you got it done in ten. Doesn't matter. Um. So what did you do to sell this? So you found the list on PropStream. You got the criteria. You pulled it down. You put it into batch. You skip traced it, um, and then texted it. From there, you communicated with him and set the appointment. Went out. Made a friend. This isn't hard. You made a friend. You said, man, let me try to help you. Let me buy this. Um, you got it under contract. What would you do next?
1: Well, I did the same exact thing to find my buyer.
0: What? Right in PropStream. Right in PropStream. Yeah. So, so this I searched is that area. Why I was so, when you told me this the other day on our call, mm-hmm. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> like, yes, PropStream has the ability to pull buyers. I just don't feel like it's utilized that often. And right. boom, you utilized it. So you went back to PropStream. Back. Back. And I saw it's same so area. So how, how does that work? Tell me the, um, the process of that.
1: I actually drew around
0: Perfect. the neighborhood. And that's one of the features. You can yeah. draw on the map. So you basically just drew a an object yeah. that was close, uh, close to, to where a that was at. Close
1: around that area, probably about half a mile away okay. in all the surrounding areas. And then I found all the cash buyers.
0: And how so, many do you think roughly? I mean, it's probably not it that many. It was probably about two fifty. Two fifty. That's yeah. more than I would guess, mm-hmm. but that's a lot of people. Right. And then you pulled
1: out, pulled,
0: pulled that, that list, list the same
1: way I pulled the uh, sellers list. I imported it straight. How long did batch. that take you
0: to pull the buyers list? Two minutes. How long did it take you to pull the sellers list? Two minutes. Isn't this crazy, dude? Crazy. This is fucking awesome. Pardon my language, (laughs) but I'm excited. Yeah. 10 grand, dude. 10 grand. Okay. So you pulled the buyer's list Mm -hmm. and you did the same thing. You went back to batch. Yep.
1: What? Back to batch. Skype traced that list, came up with a. um... And you did the same cold text, too, right? Same cold text. I put a little information in those. So this one looked different, though. Yes. The
0: first one was probably along the lines, and you said you had a lot of different. A message templates, yes, right? Yes. But basically, it's simple, guys. If you were listening or watching this, it's, you know, hey, John, uh, I think you're the owner at, you know, 2222 Clemens Avenue. Um, do you have interest in selling it? Right. Or any variation of that, which could be a hundred things. Right. But when you did the buyer, how did that look? I'm curious.
1: It was pretty much the reverse. Hey, okay. i seen you purchase uh, homes in this area for cash. Would you be interested in another one?
0: That is so so incredibly simple. It's yes. almost it's almost hard to believe. Yep. But that's it. That's all there is to it. Yep. So you did the exact same thing. Two hundred and fifty people that you had sent. How did the responses come in and look? Did you? It was I would imagine a you lot of responses. Probably imagine you probably had at least ten people that are like, yeah, send right, me more info, right? right. right? Yeah, it's,
1: it's always a lot of more responses of when you're reaching uh, buyers as opposed to sellers, right? So uh, I had a few people interested, but I had one main guy who. He pretty much, as soon as I text him, he said, I want to go see it. He went to go see it. It was already on lockbox. I made sure it was on lockbox. So you brought
0: that with you when you went to the appointment? I had to go back okay. and put it on there. But you but knew, and now you it know. It was on
1: there before I Hell text yeah. the buyers. So he went to go see it, and he said, hey, man, you don't have to so you go even, any
0: further. You didn't even have to meet him, did you? Or did no, you? I didn't. You didn't.
1: Not at first, no. Next yeah. time, we're not going to meet the seller. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, cool. So.
0: He went, he said, you don't have to go any farther. He said, don't go any further. I'm your buyer. What were you asking? So you had it under contract at 28. 28. And what were you asking? I knew
1: I could get 34, 35. So I put it out there at 38,500.
0: Okay. And then what was his offer to you?
1: He said that he wanted to get it about 35. So I kind of negotiated with him. And he said that he didn't want to lose this house because I told him it was Another person interested, he said, let's do it for the 38.5.
0: So full asking price. Yes. Bam. Yes. Holy cow. Okay. Guys, two softwares and a little bit of hustle, and you earned $10,000. Found the list on PropStream, added it to batch, text some sellers, set some appointments, did the exact same thing once you had a deal, PropStream for buyers this time. Went to batch to skip and cold text. Hey, I got this deal. Was he the first guy that went in it? Um Maybe was he? probably sent a couple he people was. over. It was probably about four
1: people. Okay. He was the first.
0: But but regardless, you had only given the information to a couple of people, right. right? Right. And then he said, Okay, I like it. Full ask. Did you send him a contract or did he send you one? Well,
1: actually, he's a little bit older gentleman. Mm-hmm. So I just drove to meet him. Perfect. Yep. And I love that though, yep. because that's a little everything. Shake a hand. Yep.
0: Hell yeah. Okay. And then you brought a contract with you? Yes. And then you take it to the title company? Yes. Closed it up. Double closed. Yep. The cool thing about where we live, where'd you close this at? Investors? Investors. Perfect. The cool thing about where we live at here in St. Louis, Missouri, is we can do double closes without any money. Some areas, some states, some counties, you know, they may not allow the dry double closes. You may require a transactional lender to do these, but we don't right so you didn't have one dollar invested i didn't have
1: to bring in the deal now actually i did have to bring the earnest money okay how much was that 500
0: 500 so you did invest that but you got it back yes right okay so 95 was really the profit though but 10 g's is what came in the account that's cool okay so um took it to the title company to double close you didn't have a nickel out of your pocket Mm -hmm. for buying and or selling and made about 10. However, and this is what I really want to emphasize on just for a second, Derek. Mm-hmm. Flipping houses with little to no money. You just proved it's possible with basically no money to buy and or sell. However, you are paying for PropStream. You are paying for Batch. You're in a coaching program. You Marketing. have some costs. Right. But at this point, you've made three, four, five x on those costs. Right. Right. So it's all, it's all good. It's worth it, right? Absolutely. So what I'm getting at though is doing deals with little to no money is so possible. It's simple, in fact. However, the caveat is sometimes you have to invest in marketing most times, right? right. Once you start doing more and more of these, you'll start getting referrals and you'll have no cost for the lead. So that's what I wanna just you know, put out there is there is cost in the marketing. How much do you think, excluding working with me, Mm-hmm. On just your prop stream, your skip tracing, and your texting, which is again two softwares, and you're only three months in. What do you think the total amount of money that you've spent on this is?
1: I would say about six hundred a month.
0: Okay, so three months, eighteen. You're about eighteen hundred. So, so you are, you know, again, not including the coaching, you're looking at almost four x, three and a half x, give or take. Right. On that deal. Now you also have a ton of leads. I'm I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. From those efforts. Yes. Derek, my average deal takes four to six months because it's the follow-up. The follow-up. So we're doing, you know, six, eight, ten. Just kind of varies, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One or two of those that come in a month will be quick, easy. The rest of those require follow-up. And they take four to six months of following up to either get the agreement between us and them to, to work. Right. Or to make or sure, or to wait out their motivation. Right. right? So I'm the, learning that now. Yeah. I'm so the probably fact, working
1: on about ten to fifteen leads. I'm um, following up. just this one happened to be bam, quicker. Bam. Boom. So yep.
0: this is awesome. And this is how it happens. Some of them go quick. Some of them take longer. But the cool thing is, is you have eighteen hundred in cost. You made ten grand, mm-hmm. but you also have leads that you're working, that you can continue to follow up with. That you've already spent those that money on. So. You know, over time, the it, you can drive your cost down because you can build that big ass funnel of follow-ups. Right, man. So you know, looking back on this, how much time did you not, not on all of your marketing? Okay. but on this particular deal, on
1: this particular deal, just downloading the list, sending text blasts, going driving to, to the property, them,
0: getting pictures, going to meet the seller
1: or the no, buyer. No more than two hours
0: wow let's say three right let's go higher three hours that's breaking that down to 10 grand and not 10 grand for three hours you know you're looking at like four three thirty five hundred dollars an hour right so it's pretty simple this process is simple and i hope hopefully you've proved to yourself that this can happen and this can work yes cool man i'm excited for you ten thousand dollar wholesale fee first deal Three months, we would like to have gotten you there in one to two, but it doesn't matter. You right. did it, you proved it to yourself. You got a couple more leads that are in the pipeline. You said about 10 right now, yeah, about 10 and 15. And that's what's funny is I actually
1: got a property, I would say one weekend to start in wholesaling. Boom! But I priced it wrong. It was a learning lesson for mm-hmm. myself as far as the rehab is concerned, and that
0: one didn't close. So, you so probably it was a learning lesson when I went to this one, probably offered to pay more, yes. couldn't sell it for that. Yes. You know what? Lessons are learned that way all the time. But regardless, you got to do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. You got to, because so- here's why. Sometimes you'll think that you're in too high and you'll find a buyer eat anyway. Right. Right. Other times, if you don't at least try, I tell this to a lot of the students that are new and they're not making offers, Derek. If they're not trying to get properties under contract, it's impossible to sell something that you don't have, right? right? If Walmart didn't have any inventory on their shelves, right. how can they turn a profit? you got to have inventory. So the fact that you made the offer, sent it over in writing, had it under contract, and had to back out is okay. Right. You gave it your best efforts, and you didn't have any modelist intention anyway, no, right? No, not at all. It was all, let's try to get this done. So talking about the deal that you did do, though, triple win. You help the seller who is an agent who could have done it himself mm-hmm. get rid of a problem property to reduce his liabilities. Right. Boom. When you found a buyer in the area, which I'm impressed by you, by the way, because the the tactic in which you did it is just simple. And you did it just simply. You just you put put the pieces together. Right. So you found this guy. and what's What was his plan? Did you ask him? Is he going to um, rent
1: it? I think his plan was to give it to a family member. Rehab it, and his brother's gonna stay there.
0: Perfect. So he's mm-hmm. gonna rent that property out. Yep. Triple win. You won. Absolutely. Ten. Ten G's. Ten K. What? What was like the biggest lesson from this? Just that it's possible. Just going like, opening the, up your yeah your yeah. Mind just to going knowing? through the
1: process. I just want to prove to myself. Of course, I knew it was real, but
0: I can do it. It's hard to like truly understand it though until you see it, right? And you get that deposit in your bank account, right? And you're like, holy cow! So. This was a, a more inexpensive house, but you can do this with million dollar houses too. You don't necessarily need money to buy and sell because at the end of the day, guys, we're selling paperwork. Right. That's really what we're selling. We're not selling houses. So you can make it work to where you're flipping the paperwork, the cost or, or another way to word it would be the investment that you have to make as the end of the marketing. Derek, I've said this a lot of times and I'm, I would think you would agree with me at this point. Wholesaling is the marketing business.
1: Yes, absolutely. Wouldn't you agree?
0: Absolutely. It's not a real estate investing business. Absolutely. Kind of, because you're kind of doing that. The way I look at it is you become an investor when you start taking risk. You are doing that. You got some, you got a rental. Yeah. You got two flips in the two work. Flips. You are that's risk. Right. When you're doing wholesales, the risk is so limited because of the CYA clauses. The inspection period, the, you know, based on the partner's approval or subject to successful acquisition or whatever those contingencies might be. Boom. Derek, thank you for coming in. Thanks for coming no on problem. the show. Thank you. What else can you tell us that you've learned about this deal? I mean, this, this is me and you sitting here right now. It's simple. But before, three months ago, mm-hmm. you're like, man, there's so many different pieces. There's really not. Right. The wholesaling really not. is actually really simple. You just got to
1: It just takes grind and persistence.
0: You said it. Persistence. That's it. Persistence. There's three things that I would want to highlight on that topic, that you need to have persistence in. One is your marketing. You agree with me on that? Absolutely. You gotta. Yes. Yes. Number two, consistently sending offers. What good is marketing if you're not sending offers? Right. And I just mentioned if you. I know you
1: told me that. I always try to send offers. Something. I send. Even if it's not in writing, I'll text it or I'll call give them the offer.
0: Got You got to have inventory. You can't sell, but you don't have an inventory. Love that. So number one, marketing. Number two is consistently sending offers. And then finally is follow-up because you paid for those leads. They're in your system. Either your uh, offer isn't high enough for them, or more importantly, the motivation on their side is isn't high, high enough, enough for you. And I always want to emphasize this. And if you can leave here, Derek, with One gold nugget other than the business, which I gave you earlier, is you now know that what you do, this service provides a shit ton of convenience to your sellers. So now, hopefully this will help speed up the next deal for you, right? But now, know what you're worth. You can provide a crazy level of convenience. So when a seller is asking retail or close to it, Pull back. Okay. Pull back. Why should I go out of my way to give you all this convenience if you aren't going to give me a discount? I'm not saying be rude. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is pull back. Well, maybe this deal isn't for me. I'm looking for something that I can get at a discount, right? But in exchange, I'm willing to provide a crazy level of convenience. What's that look like? Close quick, pay cash, little to no inspections Mm -hmm. as is. You don't have to repair it, clean it, fix it. I mean, that is a lot of convenience. <laughs> right. So the reason I say this is because I have I had, um, after about a year and a half in this business, I had a mindset shift of, man, I'm undervaluing this convenience. And what happened is I stopped chasing bad deals. You've okay. heard of the 80-20 principle. Absolutely. 20% of the deals are going to be 80% of your profits. So I quit chasing these bad deals because I started realizing, hey, this level of convenience that I'm offering is extremely valuable. And if somebody isn't willing to offer me a discount, it doesn't have to be half. It's not what I'm asking for, but a discount. Well, then I'm probably not going to be interested in closing quick, paying cash or buying it as is. I'll pull back on one of those three things just to, to lay it level the playing field. But if they do decide to give you that discount, give them all that convenience. So know the value of the convenience is a lesson that I just wanted to, to throw out there because, boom, ten Makes grand. Sense. You helped two other people in the process, and it'll help you from chasing those skinny deals. Again, I'm not saying don't follow up. What I'm okay. saying is don't go out of your way to chase them. Right. If they're Maybe not the conveniences, there. Eighty or... twenty, man. You know yep. you're gonna spend eighty percent of your time. This is true. We just closed a deal yesterday for nineteen hundred bucks, dude. We worked on this deal. We closed three this week. Today's Thursday. Um... The other two, we didn't do that much on. The The one that we... And then we made like six, seven grand each. The one that we got for $1,900, we spent three months working yeah. on, two different title companies, had to clear a judgment, had to pay agents. We spent, you said earlier, two hours, I upped it to three. Yeah, about on two this hours. deal that we did, we probably spent 15 and made right. 1900 So what, what I'm saying is, don't chase them. Right. Let them come to you. Let them know that you have that level of convenience. But in... In return, you demand a discount. Again, it doesn't have to be crazy big, but it's got to be something in there. Right. So, Derek, again, thank you for coming on today. You have been one of my favorite people to coach (laughs) because you are a hard worker and you got that grind. Again, you said the thing to take away from this was persistence, guys. If you are listening to this, if you are watching this, just be persistent. Derek doesn't even have a CRM yet. I don't. Yet. I don't. Which is okay. We're going to have to get you into the CRM stage. Immediately, immediately. immediately. Cool. But the cool thing about Batch is they have the ability to mark a lead warm, cold, hot, whatever, to where you can kind of compile those and go back. It's not a CRM, right. but it does allow you to basically filter or fo- put them into folders, which was sufficient for the first deal. Yes, but now is. that you've made it, you've proven to yourself and you have money to reinvest in that marketing, which I'm assuming is going to look very similar to what you've already done. Just mm-hmm. duplicate this, man. Right. Go find some more lists or other types of marketing, you know, bandit signs, uh, direct mail, so on and so forth. But just time to do what I did though, to do this
1: on steroids.
0: Exactly. But honestly, I wouldn't change it too much. Okay. Just get really good at this. And then eventually you can outsource this to a virtual assistant. And then you don't have to do that anymore. You just start running appointments. That's what I do because I enjoy it. You see what I'm saying? Either way, though, thanks for coming in. Happy (laughs) $10,000 first closing. Congratulations, my man. Thanks. Derek, I'm grateful for you. Any Uh, last words for the audience today? uh, Just keep the grind. Stay persistent. That's it, guys. It is that simple. Keep the grind. Until next time, you heard it from Derek Towns here in St. Louis. First deal, $10,000. Ten dollars Boom. Thanks, Derek. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, please visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever.